guys know how there's so many gosh darn things to do during the day? You could do this, you could do that, and there's all kinds of things. There's so many choices to make out there. And wouldn't so how do you choose which choice is the one choice you're gonna make? You know, bottom line, how do you pick? are listening to ADHD Big Brother, the podcast for adults struggling with their ADHD and comorbid depression symptoms. I'm your host, Russ Jones, author of Descending to the Top, believer that you can actually have a smile in your life despite this diagnosis. So let's make some sense out of this struggle. Let's learn some stuff. Let's laugh at some stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, here's some stuff. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Ooh, that's a deep voice that are coming out at you now. Welcome to the podcast. Let's talk about our ADHD today. That's, I don't know if that's soothing. <laughs> that wasn't very soothing at all. Hey, let's go. Th- let's do this. First of all, there's an announcement I want to make. I am stoked. In a couple, two, three weeks or so, I'm having a very special guest on the podcast. She's a PhD. There's a, there's a doctor coming on the show. Oh, and she helps with neurodiverse partnerships. She's coming on the show. I'm stoked. What are we going to ask her? I already had an amazing phone call with her, chatted her up, and ah, I'm so excited to have her on the show. I'm definitely going to be squeezing her for some stuff I want to know personally. But what do you guys want to know? So let's do this. If you guys have some questions that you want me to ask like about relationships, maybe you've got ADHD, but your partner's a normie or, or you're a normie and your partner's got ADHD. What do you want to know? What are the questions that you would have? The doctor's going to be in. Let's take advantage of it. Go to ADHDBigBrother.com, click on contact and in use, just use the contact form to ask the question. Be like, Hey, Russ, you know, listen to your podcast. This is the question I want to ask the doctor. Um, you don't have to say it like that. Um, you can try, but uh, that's where you would do it. Now for today, choices. God, what do we do about choices? What the fudge do we do about choosing choices? I tell you, li- li- this is my morning. I want to meditate. I want to work out. I want to sit and journal. I want to go for a walk. I want to have a cup of coffee and do nothing. I want to work on ADHD Big Brother. I want to get some finances or my bills out of the way. And I have like maybe an hour and a half, maybe two hours before my kids get up. What do I choose? How do I choose? How? I can't even say the word how. <laughs> how? How do I choose? No matter what I do, I'm sacrificing something else. And there's that dreaded voice in the back of my head that's going to say, well, you picked the wrong thing. Your life is ruined now. Your routines are going to be shit. You have failed. Or but let's say perhaps maybe I did... I did make a choice. I chose that I'm going to I'm going to exercise. Well, so now what do I choose? Do I go for a jog? Do I lift weights? Do I use my resistance bands? Do I drive to the park and try to get pull-ups going? Do I do a yoga video? My brain is like this really really obnoxious intern that you just can't take initiative and just do something. It's like quit asking me every 10 minutes what to do, Troy. Figure it out. Make a choice. Just do something. Show me what you got, buddy. Get in there. Just pick something. Oh, come on, Troy. My brain is a total Troy. And that's ADHD. That is the never-ending drain, the never-ending stagnations. Too many choices. Too overwhelming. We paralyze. The brain is too fast. There's too much data. We can't decide. We're not confident enough to pick the right thing, quote-unquote. So the we choose to avoid. Even though avoiding means that we picked nothing and nothing is definitely the wrong thing. 
How bizarre is that? In order to avoid picking the wrong thing, we do something that is absolutely 100% going to be the wrong thing. Boggles my mind. We got to crack the brain, man. We got to get inside that skull spaghetti and see what's going on. So this will basically, this is basically me coaching myself today. This is, you guys are, listen in. This is the coaching, Russ coaching Russ session today. So, so hey Russ, what's going on with your inability to make choices this week? And that's my coaching voice. That's <laughs> what's happening with your ADHD. What do you, I don't, you just gotta, why don't you just tell your ADHD to get on the 405, connect it to the 101 and get out of here. And if you guys watch Saturday Night Live, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you don't, you need to Google, go to YouTube, Google the, or Google YouTube, Google tube the uh, Californians. That is one of the funniest sketches on Saturday Night Live. So what do we do when we can't make a gosh darn choice? It has to start with some uh, good old-fashioned self-awareness. Knowing that we're stuck. Knowing that we're spiraling. And then we have to exit the brain. And this this goes back to the very beginning. This is, you know, this is back in ADHD 101. We've got to externalize. This is my old-fashioned professor voice. We're going to externalize everything we do. What I've learned is that even though it feels all comfy cozy inside my head, it's really only unmanageable chaos. It's just scenarios playing out. A swirl of choices, all of them urgent, all of them important, and they're filled with judgment, really. We make a choice to go for a walk every morning, but every morning that choice will be debated. It'll be threatened with other choices. What about relaxing? What about coffee? What about meditating? But we made the choice to go on the walk every morning. Why can't we just go on the walk every morning? And again, that's just part of how ADHD works. The best solution to this that I've found so far has been to uh, accept it. Um, Well, accepting that this is just how my brain works. And then the answer that I found to be helpful is to know what I'm doing in advance, ideally the day before. The day before, I can see myself having all the motivation in the world. I can see myself. I can be smart about my time tomorrow because I'm not currently in that moment. I can fiddle fart with my schedule until it looks good to me. I can do that from a distance. I can make smart choices for tomorrow because I'm not in the moment deciding what to do with my time. When we're in the moment trying to decide what to do with our time, that's when the chaos just explodes. That's when we pace back and forth in the room. We're not knowing what to do. Oh, I should go in here. Oh, I do this. I'm, oh, no, I'll do the laundry. Oh, but I just thought of an email I need to send. It's total chaos, total paralyzing. Try doing this just for a day. Look at your tomorrow in uh, whatever fashion that would be. You know, I use a bullet journal. How do you guys do it? Do you have a bullet journal? Uh, I use one notebook, one notebook to rule them all, and then block out your time. Not minute by minute. I learned that one the hard way. When you try to cram everything into like hour by hour, just moment to moment, it's it's a recipe for disaster because we have stretches of unfocused time. We have stretches of mind wandering. um, And when you don't incorporate breathing room, oh, it's just a recipe for disaster. Pick like three things that you really want to get done. And if they were to get done, you'd have a big ass smile on your face for the day. Three things, and then set them like they're appointments that you have tomorrow. We're talking doctor's appointments. We're talking a meeting with your boss, shit that you can't miss. So I have an appointment to go for a walk at 5.30 a.m. tomorrow. It's already been decided. It's already been planned. Now, when I'm in the moment and my body starts screaming, no, why would you do that to me? Me from the past? God, I hate me from the past. 
acting like I was going to be inspired and motivated. I'm none of that right now. Screw you, me from the past. That's when that happens. That's my mantra would be, um, well, I guess it's not my mantra, but my overriding mission is that no matter what, I keep those three appointments. That's it. And I can bail on everything else if I want. So I just have to do those three things. And if I have to do them miserably, then I will. Fucking hell. I'll just, I will be hissy about it. So then at this point, it's a getting started type of thing. I do the ADHD hackaroonie of easy point of entry, which to me is I put my earbuds in and I start playing the playlist for exercising. And side note, it's also my hack for building a routine. Like this makes it easier over time when I put my earbuds in, because now my body is getting, oh, the earbuds go in, the music starts playing, and now the body gets ready for what's about to happen. We're exercising. Okay, let's go. There's a positive feeling at the end of doing the thing that you said you were going to do at the time you said you were going to do it. That's just something to know, and you'll experience it, and you'll see. Uh, But I can't use that for the getting started and the moving forward. I'm, you know, that's the concepts aren't fuel, you know, it's not like that whole thing about like, oh, you know, just trust me, just trust me, you're going to feel good. Let that motivate you. That doesn't exist. I don't think that's an ADHD thing. Like, hey, you're going to feel great at the end. So just go and do it. That doesn't really work for us because we can find feeling good in the moment by not doing it. And that always sounds better. That's always easier. It's, it's why we always feel like the big loser from those motivational posters. It's like we are the, the, the loser from the motivational posters. You know, when they're like, you're going to get in there and discipline and, and be consistent and you're going to be better than that guy on the couch. You're going to be better than Russ Jones because you showed up. I'm going to be like, wait, what the fuck? How did my name get on that poster? How do they, what? How do they know what I'm not? Ugh, concepts don't work. What works for me is planning in advance and then using the ADHD hacks to keep my word to myself. And it's all done with the least amount of effort I can possibly muster. And I don't care how unattractive or lame that might sound. I'm just going to do the bare minimum. You know, because I don't like this. I The bare minimum is better than nothing. Bare minimum often provides the motivation to rise above bare minimum And then we can push forwards from that place when we reach that place. But bare minimum is how we often get started. This is just us on our journey, our quest to overcome paralysis of choices. It's a slog. So in summary, plan a few things the day before, pick the time, schedule it like an appointment. And then when that time comes and when you're met with all that resistance, all that rage and all that whiny tantrum in your brain, Use your ADHD hacks on how to get started using the easiest point of entry, timers, whatever hacks you've got to get started. Keep that appointment and keep that promise to yourself and do the bare minimum to get you started. I hope that helps you guys. Don't forget, reach out with your relationship questions uh, at the ADHD Big Brother website. I cannot wait. That's going to be a really enlightening episode. I'm sure of it. And also, uh, if you guys need some go at your own pace coaching type stuff to overcome task paralysis, to overcome your lack of motivation, finish what you start. That's the program. You can click on the ADHDbigbrother.com. Link will be in the show notes. Uh, You can check that out as well. And I'm also curious if you guys are interested in a group coaching type dynamic. 
I'm going to be offering that up uh, groups of 10, meeting weekly for 45 minutes to an hour. If that's something that's interesting to you, uh, you want to get on a wait list for that, also go to ADHDbigbrother.com, click on the contact form, reach out to say, hey, I'm interested. Keep me in the loop on the, on the group coaching. And uh, with that, guys, have yourselves a fantastic week. And I'll talk to you later. Later.